No lyrics? No. <laughs> they just set us up. <laughs> you were supposed to come in there. You guys were supposed to come in. We were supposed to come in. I don't know the lyrics, man. Carlito. We got another podcast, man. Get out of here. Yes, we do. I'm looking at you right to my right. <laughs> it's weird having you on my right, man. But on the other side of the table, we got two very special guests. We do. We've got the gentleman from Reno Shield. Thank That's you. who we got. So we got Dave on your side. And we got Tyler on my side. And we're going to talk about Renault Shield and you guys and where it all came about. And you guys got to, everyone that's listening, you guys got to listen to this. You got to understand what Renault Shield's all about. So we'll let you guys introduce everything and figure it out. Just to hit it off, uh, we are people, technologists, trying to make the world a better place, specifically for contractors and for homeowners. So what we found is right now, homeowners and contractors are set up for a dysfunctional relationship. And basically what we mean by that is contractors, I believe, are unfairly vilified in the news and homeowners have unrealistic expectations. You couldn't have said any better. <laughs> I, was I, about I to really, say. you know what, we were joking, joking earlier, but I really like you now. Oh, you do? <laughs> really? yeah. So that was Dave speaking. Thank right? you. And then you've got Tyler here. This is about protecting the contractor, protecting the homeowner, protecting everybody. What we've kind of come in with is Reno Shield is, is really a tool that helps build trust. We're coming in with a payment product that helps build trust between the homeowner and the contractor. We've done a lot of work into the industry and let's be real this is a huge industry 80 billion a year is spent on home renovations in canada that's this, just canada that's just canada this is a massive 80 industry. billion wow huge where's industry. our money <laughs> <laughs> that's another podcast that's another podcast okay so huge amounts of money being spent right when you think about it it's a really dysfunctional relationship. A lot of trust needs to be built early on, and there's a lot of issues that come up around payments. Deposits get stolen. Sometimes contractors aren't finishing the job. Sometimes homeowners are refusing to pay. And you also have these guys coming in who are fraudsters who pretend they're contractors, take a deposit, and, and kind of just run away. So we want to come in with a tool. We've, we've talked to a lot of homeowners, a lot of contractors as well. We think we've got something here that's pretty unique to the industry and can make things better. You guys are talking our language, man. <laughs> Honestly. I, what, like what, I what part of it? All of it. There wasn't one part that I go, I can't relate to it, man. I mean, we all know that contractors have been given a bad rap. Clients have been given a bad rap. Everybody's been given a bad rap. And this has always been about a relationship and everyone, two parties going into a relationship. Sometimes you know each other. Sometimes you don't. Even if you do know each other, it could still go bad. So this is about you guys protecting both sides. Yeah. And then basically the work for speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. And then work is done. Payments made. Payments received. That's basically the gist of it. Yeah, basically. It's a little more than that, but you have it from a high level, and I think that's a great way to describe it. For contractors, um, you hear a lot about people, one in 10 people in Toronto have their deposits stolen. One in 10? One in 10. That's just the Toronto market. Just Toronto. Are you talking about greater Toronto area? Yeah. Across the country, basically seven out of 100, 7% of people basically get their deposits stolen. Did you know this, Carlito? I didn't. That many people, really, huh? Yeah. But I, like, these I, are shady people or are these shady contractors? These are... Yeah, people would think they're shady contractors, but these are actually fraudsters. Because people are pretty susceptible, meet people meeting homeowners at the start of the project, basically they come up, they offer the world, they give you the best price, they ask for a 20% down, then they don't show up. They don't come back when they're supposed to come back, they keep pushing out the date. These aren't contractors, these are fraudsters, and we want to get rid of them. We want them out of the market. 
So they're playing the field to get this money. It's giving a really bad name to hardworking contractors that are honest people, that are hardworking, that provide quality work. And it's really a source of one bad apple spoils a bunch. And we want to just get them out of the market completely. You guys have spoken to homeowners, right? You've spoken to a bunch of contractors. Is it level on both sides? Are we both? Is there bad on both sides? Yeah, we think so. Uh, it's funny when you know when you think about the relationship early on, especially say you don't know the contractor you're going to work with. I'm a homeowner. I'm looking for a project. I'm getting into a relationship with a brand new contractor, somebody I don't know. I'm probably most susceptible to something happen at the right right at the start. Right, you know, being asked for a deposit, giving my money up front. I'm putting a lot of faith and trust into this person that they're the right person for the job for me. On the flip side, at the end of the project, you're doing your work, the contractors have done their job, they're at the last 80%, 90%. Now the tables have kind of turned and the shoe's on the other foot. Now the contractor's most at risk. I'm sure you guys probably happen to you or you know other contracts that it's happened to, homeowners refusing to pay because of some other reason and maybe it's a valid reason, maybe it's not, but the shoe's on the other foot. So at, right at the start and right at the beginning, we have these two moments in time in the transaction when both parties are kind of high risk. Isn't that ironic? Isn't that funny that the clients have the potential to be taken advantage of at the beginning of the process and the contractors have the potential of being taken advantage of at the end of the process. That's right. And then we both have a distrust for each other. Exactly. Well, it's also created this dynamic too, where people are working together, they're fighting each other. And I mean, people, the two parties, homeowners and contractors, because there's a lot of fear, right? So contractors then have to work on their quote and they have a massively detailed quote, right? Because there's not trust that the homeowner is going to come back and be like, well, you didn't do, you know, this little piece of round molding or what it was. It's because the homeowner, they've been giving unrealistic expectations. They watch these shows, these rental actor shows. And really, it's not true the way they portray it on TV. They basically say that it's going to be a really short timeline. It's probably 2x the timeline. They say it's going to be 100K. It's probably 200K for something. You know, so it's really giving misinformation to these homeowners. They're not bad people. Contractors aren't bad people. We want these two people, these two homeowners and contractors to really meet each other and start a relationship of trust on a basic level. That's a good word, Carlito. I never heard that word before, reno actor. (laughs) (laughs) They're out there, Manny. And there's a lot of them lately. So I just want to say on social media, it's rental shield underscore. Yeah. On the web, it's rental shield.com. Yeah. Okay, so just you guys got to not jot this down and keep this information. We'll share it again. But this really is about what you just explained. It's really about changing this industry to protect both parties. Yeah, and we want to do it in a modern way. It's 2020. Why can't you transfer 50K from your phone and be sure that it's going to go to the right person? Why can't you do that today? You can. You should. You should be able to. Yeah, for sure. So really, that's what we want to do. We want to make it more convenient for people. We don't want to gouge you on fees, but we want people to be trusted. So we ID every person that basically comes on the platform. So we make sure they are who they say they are. And we use technology that's out there today. Airbnb uses it. Uber uses it. You basically take a picture of the ID. It takes a picture of your face and it matches it together. It's pretty tough. Wow. It's, full, it's full transparency, yeah, right? Yeah, full transparency. Which is what you want. Yeah. Because yeah. then there's no reason for the contractor to jump. No. And there's no reason for the homeowners to not no. pay. And then beyond that, too, like you're just starting a relationship, we have a feature that is escrow. So you ask, like, what is escrow? But you think of a house purchase today, right? If you want to go buy a house, you can't just tell somebody, hey, Carlito, I want to buy your house. You can trust me. 
Don't worry. You, know? you could trust me if you leave 100000 with me to hang on to. Exactly. But I, I don't know Carlito. I know him now. But let's say I didn't know him. I would want to not necessarily give him 100 k because he might run away. I know where he lives, but yeah. maybe that's not his house. There's something really important that you said there. I'm going to use a relationship to kind of explain my theory. You know, you meet someone and you want to start dating them. You tell them who you are, but that's not who you really are. It's who you want to be. And then you kind of have to find out who the real person is. So there's, there's always app, right, right from the beginning. You know what I mean? So like, no, like say I met Manny and I wanted to date him. I wouldn't tell him who I really am. This is I'd, a different app, I'd man. Wanna, I want to sell him and, you know, get him interested in me yeah. and so on, right? No, I'm not going to date you, man. <laughs> I'll work with you, but I'm not going to date you, well, man. Yeah, it's similar to that. Like when people buy houses and there's tons of housing transactions each day, people are trustworthy, right? They will trust each other. But even though that is, they still put money in escrow. And that's just the way it is. You can do a 50K transaction and you don't have to put money in escrow. One of the issues today with escrow and even in you know housing transactions is you have to go see a lawyer, you have to go get a bank draft. We basically created a way to do it all digitally from your phone. And it, it creates the legal documents on the fly. The money actually sits there. And then if you have any issues with it, the money's sitting there and the homeowner can't pull it out. The contractor can't pull it out. It binds you in that deal. So how long has Rental Shield been around? Like, when did you guys get started? September 4th. Of last year. Uh, yeah, so we are in market, but it's a closed beta. So there's certain contractors that we know have tried it out around the GTA. But we're building from those learnings. We're building an app that's going to be in the App Store in the spring. It's going to be iOS and Android, so anybody can download it. I will say that it is for Canada only. I know you have some wonderful American listeners, and we definitely would want to be there. But we're starting off with Canada. Basically, you know, any contractor or homeowner can download it and use it to transfer money. We really think for contractors though. This is a great way to pay and do transfers between homeowners and themselves, but also a safer way to pay their trades as well, and vice versa. Yeah, because I remember, like, I was telling them my last job, every sub trade wanted to be paid electronically. Yeah. Right. So each transfer. Actually, I liked it because I didn't have to write all these checks. I didn't have to process all these checks. Right. Yeah. E transfer is great. And then you can keep track of it. Yeah. Through your banking. Right. Yeah. One of the issues with e transfer, and if anybody in Canada is using e transfer, I will say to put on auto deposit because that will really help you out. But there is a limit. So there are times that if somebody actually intercepts your email, they can actually take that and put it into another account. I didn't know that. Yeah, put on your auto deposit for sure, because then it'll automatically go in. They are smaller amounts, so you can only go up to 2,500, 3,000. Yeah, 3,000 is the max. Yeah, depending on your financial institution, it yeah. changes. However, with our app, Randall Shield, you can transfer up to 50K. You ask, like, that's pretty scary, Dave. Like, you're transferring 50K. How do you know that it's going to go to Carlito when I pay Carlito? How do I know Carlito is not Manny? How do I know that? So basically what we do is we send the money out. It goes by email as well. Carlito gets an email. He clicks on it. He signs up to the app. He has to put his ID in. So now we're trying to match it to oh, see, does, okay. does the ID say Carlito? And then Carlito wants a direct deposit to his bank account. Any Canadian institution, any Canadian FI, you connect your bank account. There's a name on that bank account, Carlito. No, we don't transfer it. So we protect you that oh, way. Oh, you got a few security doors attached well, to this there's a lot of fraudsters out there they're really good they do it as a professional job right so yeah. they're always trying to crack it and i got uh, a guy in africa right now he's got like 15 million in a bank account with my name on it exactly wow. yeah i can't Manny, wait to collect you're it. my new buddy <laughs> <laughs> so what i'm curious about is every contractor has a different contract yep 
So does that mean that you get a copy of that contract? No, like we might go there eventually. There's some great tools out there to create the contract. This is specifically an escrow contract that basically says, I'm putting this money away to work with Carlito on a job. It does reference a contract. Like we asked the contractor to have a contract. It's not actually stated in there, but it says you should have a contract between each other. But that money is actually protected by that escrow agreement. So it's an additional layer of security on top of the contract. So you don't have to go and like sue people. Uh, well, the money is sitting there basically. What I really like about this is I've gone and quoted jobs and people are like, oh, you know what? I want my basement done. I want a whole bunch of wainscoting, do a whole bunch of covered ceilings for me. I give them a bill of like, 160,000 they're like when can you start I start the project and as I go in and I sometimes don't take money and I'll start the project and you know I'm setting up I've already spent a week there and now I want some money and they first thing they say to me is we have to go to the bank and get some money mm -hmm. still so this is great because it's not just protect like this is really protecting the hardworking guy which is the contractor and you said this earlier we always talk about how the homeowners are always being taken advantage but we don't talk about how bad contractor get we could lose our business this is a great idea well a lot I of people don't realize that that remaining amount when it's on the contractor side that's basically the profit that's attached to the gc that's managing the job so any good GC would pay his subtrades and they all get taken care of, but then there's outstanding money that's at the end where something happens and now you don't want to get you don't want to pay this money and then now that contractor's out that money, right? We we know a bunch of contractors that have been in that situation, right? So we want to avoid all this stuff. I'm actually surprised. You brought up the mortgage thing where, yeah, everyone has to jump through hoops and to verify who you are is really who you are yeah. to make that thing. And it's like when I got started, I jumped really quickly into 200,000, 300,000, then a million dollar rentals, right? These were rentals and new homes. So I was like, these are big numbers. Why didn't we do this? Why didn't you guys start sooner is what I'm trying to get at. Why wasn't this started sooner? Like, this makes sense to me. And I, I know I did a rant on my Manny Mondays when I brought up something about this situation. And there was a listener that actually mentioned to me, have you ever heard of Rental Shield? And that's where the conversation came from, right? So yeah, that's why yeah. I started inquiring about it because yeah. I never heard about it. But it made sense to do something like that. I want you guys, Tyler, because I know, Tyler, you've just been talking way too much right now, right? I want yeah. you guys to kind of let us know. Walk us through. After the process of we already signed the contract, we've got everybody's the client is still making us dinner you know what i'm saying that yeah. that little honeymoon stage which is wonderful uh, walk us through so from that first payment tell us how this whole thing works yeah so we can like, you can use it for small projects or big projects so let's use a big project as example you said two hundred thousand three hundred thousand dollars once you guys have agreed and you sort of sign your contract to work together it can either be using reno shoot it can either be homeowner led or contractor led so the homeowner can say look hey i've heard about this thing i want to use this because i know that i can you know use my credit card or my points with it whatever or they think it's just a safer way to pay or the contract can say look we signed this deal also i want my payments managed through this because you know it's better for you and it, it's a little more trustworthy service so you can load it all in you can divvy up your project into milestones as well so i'm sure you guys have payment schedules you yes. know 10 percent deposit 30 percent at that midway through or something you know however you want it you can do two milestones can you backtrack milestones. a tiny bit so you can the, the clients can actually pay that amount on a credit card 
They can if they want. So we, we have two ways of paying now and we want to get into a third. So the first way to pay is just straight cash from your bank account. So you'll verify, you'll enter your banking credentials. We don't actually see those. So we use bank encryption and really safe technology. Uh, Rental Shield is actually backed by RBC. So all of our technology is really secure, but you can pay with just using your bank account or you can pay with using a credit card as well if you want. So the benefit there is if you know, you're know you a homeowner and you've got one of these nice travel rewards cards, <laughs> you, you can get your travel points, finish your reno and take a nice vacation at the end of it too so no additional fees attached to that or are they uh uh, so we give that option to the to the contractor if the contractor wants to sort of offer that as a service they can eat the fee or they can add the credit card fee on top as well just to talk about that too we do have the lowest credit card fees in the market today so we only charge the contractor two percent yeah so i know it's about 2.5 out there that's just not the lowest is about 2.5 but the other ones are still higher than that yeah 2.9 plus 30 cents per transaction we're doing two percent but i think the more powerful way is to allow tyler said cash to transfer cash that's actually it's not like physical cash it's electronic cash you're connecting your checking account you're collecting your savings account and you're putting that you're just transferring that and there's no charges to the homeowner we're charging the contractor five dollars a month if they want to use it but that's unlimited transaction unlimited escrow unlimited number of transactions in or out and basically it goes bank account to bank account or credit card to bank account i'm going to use carlito here because he likes using me Hmm. we're both the same age this should be interesting one of us is a little (laughs) more handsome than the other we won't say who is who but carlito's not the most tech savvy contractor out there I'm a contractor. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we do about not the most tech savvy contractor out there? How do we convince them to totally to want it to go this direction? <laughs> yeah. How do, you, how do you speak to that guy? Like he's got a smartphone. Yeah. He's still trying to figure well, out the and, buttons. And but. just before you finish or start and finish I'm done. that. I'm done. We have to remember that some of the most successful companies are companies that have been around 10 to 20 years. And a lot of these people are used to paper still. Yeah. They're used to handshakes. They're used to the old school ways. I'm one of those old school guys. I have a lot to still learn. Like Manny's pushing me for technology all the time. So how do you help someone like me? Yeah, I think when, when you use it for the first time and you see how much time it's going to save you, I think that's when the light bulb moment will happen. Working in this digital world, you don't have to chase checks. You don't have to go to the bank or get a bank draft. You don't have to go deposit something at the bank. You don't have to take wait in line, all that stuff. So it sounds a little more complicated when we're talking about it, but honestly, if you guys use it, it's really easy. Simple sign-up process. We don't ask for a lot of information about you. You know, name, email, we'll check your business, that kind of stuff. But once you're actually registered and in the platform, it's really straightforward. Can you guys explain just explain the escrow so people get a better idea I know about the escrow the contractors get a better idea that there's money coming from the clients it goes into an escrow and then it doesn't get released until the client approves things and then it gets shipped off to the the contractor right so escrow is really the money is put in a safe account somewhere and there's only certain rules when it gets released so the best example is when you're buying a house if I'm making a house purchase I put my deposit down I don't give my deposit to the seller right away something could happen with that. I go to my real estate agent, I give them the deposit, they hold it in, they call it in trust. It's really sort of in escrow. And that fund only gets released once like the house sale goes through. House is sold, that money gets released to the to the seller. But a lot of times in real estate, when you put money down and you don't get approved, yeah. that money becomes the original homeowner's money now. Yeah. So does that automatically get released? That's because there's an agreement where you say this money is, it's, it's sort of an act of good okay. faith, right? You're saying, I'm putting the money in because I'm making this commitment to you kind of thing. With our escrow service, it's really saying, 
once the project starts, let's use 50,000 as an example. You're doing a reno in the house for 50,000. Homeowner puts 50,000 in the escrow account at the start of the project. That money is in there. The benefit to you as the contractor is you know that the homeowner is good for it. They're not going to run out of money midway through the project. You've done a whole bunch of work and they say, ah, sorry, you know, I'm out of money. I, I didn't do my planning properly, whatever. That 50,000 is in the escrow account. You can have your projects, your milestones, whatever. As you go through the project, we say, you say, hey, we're at 30%, next payment's due agree, agree, that money gets released to you as the contractor and you go all the way through. So if you get to that last payment and someone says, oh, you know, I, I don't agree with this work or this isn't up to the standard and they don't want to release that 10%, they're also out that 10% because it's sitting in that escrow account. They can't they take can't, that money back. They can't just take it away. So that is actually, really fair. This actually That's works more fair. in the contractor's favor, right? Whereas before, you don't really have leverage. Maybe you, you have to go get a lien or you have to, you know, lawyer up that's a lot of time and money and, and probably not worth the effort for you guys, depending on how much it is. But with this, at least now it's a little more fair. That money is in the account. So the homeowner has already paid this money. It's just not in your account yet. It's sitting in this middle ground. That's what we call escrow. Nice. What happens when we do go to court? Do you guys represent, I don't get paid and I need your information. Is it just something like you guys send someone to go to court or is it just paperwork that's given to me to present in court well we were going to ask you carlito if you could come yeah i hear you do martial arts yeah <laughs> no, that no. doesn't help legally no of course, of course wait a minute you told me it does man it can <laughs> off the record <laughs> no so i guess the i guess yeah, the idea is that if there's a client that doesn't want to release a certain payment and it's an escrow how do we handle that how do you guys handle that we have a couple of different methods. So luckily so far, like we said, we did, I don't know, about 100K in transactions so far. We're just really testing it, you know, just getting it going. So the people we've used so far, there hasn't been a dispute yet. Of course, there will be disputes and, and there's disagreements and that happens. Now, when you think about it, that third party is an RBC bank account and RBC Ventures, Rental Shields bank account. We are backed by RBC, RBC Ventures. We're basically holding that money in trust. What that means is we're an independent third party. Because of that, we can't really say the contractor's right or the homeowner's right. We can't say that because we're independent. Otherwise, an escrow agent, if we were going to be sued, you sue me or the homeowner sues me, like we wouldn't want to hold the money because we're just the target. So what happens then is between the homeowner and the contractor, you can go to binding arbitration, which is much quicker than uh, small claims court. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, and much cheaper. And there's also uh, some new ones that are out there today in the U.S. and in Canada. There's some online arbitration. So basically, you do it over video chat. You talk to a lawyer. The other party at a different time talks to a lawyer. The judge or the person going over that basically says... You know, this person's right, that person's right. And depending on what the court orders us to do, we'll put the money that way. I like that. I feel like that money being an escrow there, it gives the contractor a helping hand at potentially finishing the job properly and then getting the funds and not having to go through the traditional way of either a construction lien, then a court settlement conference, and then actual court, and lawyer fees, lawyer fees, lawyer fees, lawyer fees. Yeah, and time, right? Like time. In, and in small claims court, if you do it, so that's anything under 25K, like in Ontario, you know, that can take up to a year before you actually get your first hearing. Yeah. That really hurts the cash flow. It does. So I like that. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've been down this road before. Well, you know, we haven't talked about it, but we met in court one time, didn't we? 
<laughs> that's a Un- different podcast. Unrela- exactly. That's that's the saying now. The construction life. That's a different podcast. <laughs> no, you happen to be there for a different case. I happen to be there for a different case, and we just saw each other in the hallways, and that was it. Well, I went to court. I'll speak for my case. I had a doctor that was taken advantage of. He was basically the guy. The gentleman took his money and never finished the project. I was hired to assess the work and then finish the work. So I became a witness in court, and that's how I met Manny there. You saw me there. You've known me before <laughs> that, man. Okay, so I'm liking all this. So what do you guys want from the contractors? Like, what do we got to get them to give this a try? Like, I want them to give this a try and figure out that this actually will help their business. Because I like, we hear about this all the time. I get bombarded by so many guys that have a new idea, new app, new digital, new everything, new program, new whatever. Unfortunately, I think for the better part, most of them are cash grabs, kind of wasteful. This doesn't sound like that, but I wanna know how do we speak to these guys? How do we speak to the dinosaurs? I'm pointing at Carlita right now on a podcast that's, we got cameras here today, so people can see me point. Right? <laughs> How do we get them to give this a try? Visit rentalshield.com slash TLC. We've got an offer on right now for your listeners. TCL. Sorry, oh, TCL. TLC. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the first person to ever say that. Trust yeah. me, even I've typed it in as TLC. Yeah. No, so that was uh, www.rentalshield.com forward slash tcl yeah uh, rentalshield.com oh sorry yeah there we go well carly you want to give it a try see if you can say it <laughs> no <laughs> so triple yeah. w forward slash tcl yeah and this. you guys will have a promo for everybody to try it out check it out so if you guys have been listening to us you know who carlito and myself are but you guys got to give this a try check it out and then also on instagram is it's at rentalshield underscore yeah and then you guys could also have some more information and you can get reach that way right so email sure. wise you what is it tyler at rentalshield.com or dave at rentalshield.com just reach out to us we'll get back to you pretty quick but we've got a, a special offer for your listeners uh we'll give away six months free uh, usually there's a monthly fee for the contractor to use, not a lot, $5 a month, but we'll uh, we'll give it away for free nice. uh, for six months and just try it out. So we've talked about a lot of the features that are in there. The best way to get started, though, I think, is just use it just straight for payments. We can do transactions of up to $50,000 per payment. So if you're used to e-transfer or checks, this is a heck of a lot better. Think about the e-transfer thing. If someone owes you that much money, that's a heck of a lot of heat transfers going through. Yeah. So you can do it all in one payment. And depending on the time that it happens, you can actually get paid same day. Client pays you the money. Money's in your account. You can use it right away. So there's no holds on the money that's deposited in your account because yeah, we're right. not using checks. So what's the best way to sell this to my customer? Pretty easy. Yeah. Is there literature that I can hand? Like a lot, don't I'm have a visual to do person. That. Yeah, don't have to do that. It's just basically, do they use e-transfer today? Do they send you e-transfer? So it's basically a request. You go into the app, you request it you just need their email send it to them and we'll take them through the process to get them signed up we'll give them an option to pay from their bank account if you want to give them the option to pay credit card you get charged the two percent we give that option too but you can turn that off we tried to make it as easy as possible we tried to make it as easy as e-transfer as easy as venmo in the u.s because we know there's dinosaurs out there thank you (laughs) (laughs) one thing i really do like about this is anyone that uses this is going to be serious like for example, we talked about contracts and when I present my contract, which is 14 pages, I could present that to 10 customers and out of 10 customers, I will only have one mm-hmm. at the end of that contract. People, they're scared of contracts and they're not really serious. This is for serious people that are really want a contract and want it to go flawless and smooth. We both had problems. Like I've had jobs where 
at the end, the, the job is perfect. I've done like $10,000 in extras because, you know, every day they say, oh, can you fix my door? Can you fix my light? Can you patch a drive? And at the end, they hold the 10%. And I never get it. Like, I never get it. So I'm walking away from 10% of 100,000. That's 10 grand. That's a lot of money. It's probably yeah. all your profit, right? That's the idea. A little yeah. bit more. That's the well, idea. I, I hope so. <laughs> so you guys, you guys have free. a little bit of a construction background, like where you guys came from. Because I'm actually surprised that it wasn't a contractor in the industry that came up with this. Yeah, we were, we're very fortunate. Um, I'll let Tyler, he has a lot more experience than I do in construction. But we were really fortunate for RBC Ventures to really take a chance on us. We're just like two regular guys, you know, no technology. Uh, but we both started out mechanical engineering. He worked in oil and gas. I basically work in manufacturing plant before, so I used to build machines. Um, but in terms of like real construction, uh, real DIY construction, but I'll let Tyler talk about his. I was a bit crazy last year and decided to keep my full-time job, but also do a home reno myself. So, nice. Are you uh, married? Oh, but good. we weren't before either, so. <laughs> <laughs> They're still together. Still in a relationship. We did. Uh, we That's did, a good sign. Yeah, we did uh, the reno keep first. Her. We did a gut job on the house last year, mostly DIY, used a few contractors. So really got to sort of appreciate what you guys go through. I won't say I'm a contractor because I don't have to deal with customers. It's really remarkable what you guys do. So got some good hands-on experience there, learning about all the different sub-trades and the work that they would have to go through tiling drywall flooring plumbing what you know gas whatever you name it it's really impressive so that gave me first-hand experience of like what you guys actually have to deal with so we've kind of come together to try and uh, make the industry better how did you handle the payment process you actually just did it the traditional way i did uh, traditional stuff so most of it we were just doing it ourselves so we just buy materials but we did use a few trades probably the biggest one i had to do was uh we had a mason come in but just chunked it up over e-transfer payments and that was for me as a customer you know that was a pain in the butt it took probably you know four or five days of payments and of course i missed a few in there which obviously is is not great for the mason you know it's slower for his cash flow he has guys he's got to pay as well so it just takes a while for that to come in would have been great for him if i could have just paid once and it's it's in his account right that makes a lot of sense uh, we didn't talk about the best part yet What's that? <laughs> What's the best part? Well, where we're going with this is uh, we also really want to help contractors build their business. So what we want to do is allow contractors to offer financing to their clients. Oh. Wow. Oh, wait, you guys never told me any of this. Yeah, I know. This we is want, all new, man. We want I the, like we, this. I generally get all the inside scoop before we start. Well, I, I, want, to, I want to pull it out to really... No, I like this. I like this a lot. So the truth sells please, itself. Please ex- uh-huh. expand on this. What's yeah, so uh, today in, in the U.S. is uh, really good at this. There's companies like Green Sky, and basically they offer financing on the spot. So you get under, you know, you basically go to your phone, you figure out, your client figures out how much, you know, you send them a bill. Once you send them, I want $50,000, we basically pick them up, get them on the app, and we're like, okay, how much, you know, can we loan you? What's the rate for you? We basically take care of all that. I like this, man. Wow. This is a game changer. So now that money comes in, the client requests this money. Mm-hmm. They get approved for this money. Yeah. The money gets placed in through the process of mm-hmm. Renault Shield. Mm-hmm. The contractor does the work and gets paid. Yeah, so like you would keep your regular payment schedule and you basically draw on that money that they've been approved for. Yeah. You know, as soon as, you know, you hit your milestone or whatever you set up, but you can set that all up in the app and basically that goes direct deposit into your account. Also, just want to say there's always changes, right? Like things change, you open up a wall, they want a new countertop, they want quartz. So how do you add more costs? So we have a feature in there, change order, you put a new cost through, still has to be approved in the app. 
still like this is brilliant wait a minute so you guys are offering all the change orders so then whenever the customer comes up with the change because that always happens the problem is is that nobody makes change orders yes but you guys are already connecting handshake and saying oh and and that's where the argument starts and that's this is a this is actually really brilliant because instead of getting caught up and carrying the costs or losing out you're now getting your money for the job you did. Yeah, if you have a change order that comes up, you can update your project schedule. So if you got milestones in there, you can say a oh, change order, let's say they upgrade one of their finishes, you say, oh, it's an extra 5,000 on top. Client puts it in, you know you're good for it, and you're you're continuing on your way. So Wow, that's brilliant. Are you guys um, gonna verify the contractors beforehand? Yeah. So Is that part of the whole verification, like the scanning and authorizing the bank accounts and everything like that? We need people's ID, right? So well, you, I'm, I'm leaning more towards licenses, proper licenses, proper WSIB, uh, WSIB insurance. Oh, this will blow your mind, Manny. What's that? Another <laughs> surprise. I can't believe he's got like, two wait, surprises, wait a man. Will this be a third surprise? No, I don't know what that is, man. What is it now? What is uh, it? So we have a sister company. It's called Smart Reno. Got it. Yeah, and basically what they're, they're a marketplace and they verify contractors. They basically provide leads for contractors. All the contractors that are basically on that network, so you can go to smartreno.com, check it out. They're already verified, so we check their licenses. But if you do payments, you can pay through RenoShield. So we take care of the payments. Isn't that cool? We just went quiet. <laughs> we're absorbing it right now. That's all it is. We're absorbing it, no, which is really this, cool. This really this is, is future a card, massive you know? game changer it really is wow i don't even know where to go with this right now it's definitely going to separate the amateurs people that aren't serious well the underground for both for both sides yeah Uh, you know i wanted to say something i stuck up for the contractors earlier on that homeowners do take advantage of contractors don't pay their bills try to get away from not paying but there's also bad contractors that juggle money and sometimes they can't finish the job because they've juggled it and Peter th- Paul this really keeps a good contractor on schedule and on budget and covering those extras. That's what makes or breaks a company. One of the insights we had, you have a couple, but I was thinking is contractors are really good at building, right? And I'm not contractor, so correct me if I'm wrong, but like it's hard to run a business, right? Like you're working all day at work, you're breaking your back labor, you're working with trades, you're making decisions, you're making beautiful work happen. Running quotes. Yeah, running quotes. And then at home, you come home, you do quotes, you send out 10, you send out 14, you get one back. What you guys, why did you get into this place? You got into this because you love to build. So we want to build tools, technology to allow you to take care of your business. And then basically you can do what you love. It's great you're doing this because when you're a contractor, you get a few things happen to contractors. You start a business and at the beginning you're learning, you're educating yourself, you're trying new products. But after a while you get so busy and the bills start to build up and snowball that you don't have time to do these things and that's when you can really screw up this really kind of stops you to overview every project instead of getting lost a year from now you paying cra a hundred thousand yeah. dollars your taxes are behind you know this is really <laughs> no, I, i'm gonna be like what you just said dave and, and carlito is it's true we are good at building but we are really bad at building a business and we're afraid of technology because i've always said that construction industry is a dinosaur we're the last ones to embrace technology i'm still surprised that most contractors do walk around with smartphones I, my assumption 10 years ago, they walked around with an audio box with the corded and the battery pack and everything like that. You remember those ones, right, Carlito? 
No, yes, not you me. do. You, remember, okay? <laughs> you were listening to Stevie B in your car while you were getting out, paying a minute, what a buck and a half. Uh, wait, wait, wait a second. Everyone was listening to Stevie I was B doing when the I same listened thing. to it. I, I had two twelves in the back. <laughs> but we need to evolve. Right? That's what's really key here. So I think that once they understand, you guys are making this easy, right? You guys are gonna like they're not gonna be intimidated by it. T money, let them know what's happening. <laughs> well, no, what, what I like about it is you're not taking sides. You're no. just providing a tool. We and want to help both. Yeah. We want to make the industry better. We want to make it easier. We want to bring more trust to the relationship. Construction industry might be the last ones to adopt technology, but they're going to adopt it eventually. And we think this is a good place to start with payments because both sides feel this pain. And we think this is a better way to do it. And it's, it's really straightforward. Like we said, we, you can just start with just the straight up payments or you can use all of our other service, build in your milestones, use the escrow. It's totally up to you. Are both sides liking it equally? Are we getting a nice balance here? Are homeowners thinking no, yes? Yeah, so when we started off in the pilot, like we found that escrow is a big feature because we, you know, we hear it from you guys, we hear it. The people we tested with, they already trusted each other. So what they really appreciated about it was just the ease and convenience of uh, payments, large sums, and it gets direct deposited into their account. Now, we, we're currently using credit cards and it goes direct deposit. So that's great, but really, do we really want to be paying a lot of fees? No. So that's why we went to this other way, which is called uh, pre-authorized debit. We do that all electronically too. There's no paper forms to sign, nothing like that. It's just an app on your phone. And it allows homeowners to pull money out of their account without paying fees. Totally secure. Well, it's totally secure. Like it's actually done because we're part of RBC. We're actually using the backbone of the Canadian banking system to actually move the money. The money isn't actually in the app. We're actually just instructing the banking systems that exist today, the super secure you know, banking systems, to move money from this account to that account. At any point, are you guys going to add anything where I can make money while the money's sitting in the bank? <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> like an investment, a short-term high-risk yeah. investment? Yeah, I heard the, there's this guy in Africa that Manny knows. He has a lot of- <laughs> <laughs> the same guy. What are the odds, man? What are the odds? No, what, He's what a I, prince, I think. What I really do like about this Renault Shield is it takes away tension between the contractor exactly. and the homeowner. We're always excited as the contractor to come in and reinvent someone's house and give them some ideas that they're not used to. You know, they may have watched a TV show or saw something on Instagram, or but they really don't know how to put it together. And then when they start putting it together, they might put it wrong. And we come in and we love being creative. But when it comes to collecting or getting that money or someone, pay, it really changes the dynamics between the two. Like Manny said, at the beginning, people are giving you water, they're making you food, they're calling you friend, family. Were we supposed to get dinner before this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Three of us did. Uh, <laughs> Some of us have to work, Manny. I, I'm just curious, <laughs> would, would this apply to contractor suppliers? Yeah. Yeah, we can. So we built it for the homeowner contractor relationship, but there's absolutely no reason why you couldn't use it for a contractor subtrade relationship as well. So similar to when we release this, we'll be able when we have financing it, but similar to how a contractor could offer financing to customers, that's a really great way for you guys to generate more business. You could use this to pay your subtrades as well. So if you are trying to get the best trades on your job, they say, oh, we want to go with Carlito because like he always pays me on time and whatever else. Like this is a great way to do that as well. You can just use Renault Shield and, and pay them right through the app. They'll be as secure as the homeowner because there's a protection here. Totally. Same sign up process, same ID check, same everything. It's totally secure. So you could pay your sub trades like that as well. Everybody's asking for e transfers, and I don't have a problem with it, but then you're capped out at three grand. Three grand. Right. Then you're paying your fees. 
Yeah. I mean, it's great. They're making a lot of money off of our three grand increments, yeah. but I want to avoid all that. Spend less money to make more money. It's more overhead for you, right? If, you, if you're spending all day on the site and you've got to come home and send out e-transfers, especially if it's over multiple days, like that's just a total pain in the butt for you guys. So let's make your life easier. Not holding you on anything. If I I quote a bathroom, say I have a three-piece bathroom and it's $20,000, just a number throwing out there. The customer has only $20,000. How much extra will it actually cost over the 20 to get this into effect? That's a good question. It's actually not too bad. Like We don't want to gouge you on fees. We do have to charge a little bit of money because we're doing all these- Of course, it's a business. Yeah, we're doing these ID checks. We actually make money too on, we offer RBC financing, right? So we, we would make money there as well. We can finance it, but it costs contractors uh, $5 per month and it's basically unlimited transactions. So that includes escrow, that includes, and then from the homeowner side, if they pay using their bank account, which is a pre-authorized debit, basically that's free. So we're not charging the homeowner. The only time fees come in is if you offer that 20K bathroom and on top of the $5 a month, yeah. you let them pay by credit card. Now that's up to you, okay. but there'll be 2% on that credit card. That would be the fee, but we can't give that back to you because the credit card companies charge that. So we have to pay them. So it's kind of like a pass through type thing. Okay. Now that $5 a month, that would only be charged for that one project. No, 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 no. This is in, un- in general, right un- across the board. Unlimited transactions. Wow. Per month. Yeah. You're, pay- month. you're paying per month. You only do five bucks a month and you can cancel any time. That's still right? cheaper than a typical business account. What you're paying for your service. This is still cheaper than losing $30,000 or $10,000. No, I know. I know. This is crazy. Like, it's a crazy number. Like I can't even comprehend this right now. It's that cheap. You guys work hard, right? And like we wanted to create technology to allow you to get paid more quickly. And then on the homeowner side, the honest homeowners, we want to hook you up with the honest homeowners. Why should people be ripped off? There's really good people on both sides. You just need a safe way to interact. I know last year, CRA came into the picture, Canadian Revenue Association, whatever it is. And they got into the big box store and were able to get into contractors information is that part of your program is that going to be part of your program or do we have to worry about that because we don't, we're talking about legitimate contractors here that are going to sure. be a part of this right so i love that this is something that is going to push the underground contractor even further lower is this something that's going to be connected eventually with cra or not so we're going bank account to bank account so these underground i wouldn't even call them contractors i call them fraudsters because yeah. i don't want to give contractors a bad name that's the nicest thing i've ever heard i'm <laughs> <laughs> um, gonna shed a tear <laughs> yeah so basically what it is they get like to get paid in cash because it can't be traced. They like to get paid with uh, checks. Cash Maybe money. you get a bank bank draft, they put it into an account, and then they pull it out right away. It's a fake account with a fake name. Basically what it is, is helping honest people be honest in terms of uh, CRA and everything. Like, of course, we're not doing any checks on it, but it's in the banking system. So, of course, they have access to see money movement and stuff like that. Well, CRA is going to eventually see it anyway, because if you're doing your taxes, you're running a proper business. You're submitting your bank account statements monthly for the entire fiscal year. So they will eventually see it. And if you were writing a check or if you're doing cash, and this is all about cash contractors shouldn't be around, right? And you're right. Yeah. I agree with you. They shouldn't be called contractors. So this is actually legitimate and you just shouldn't have anything to be worried about if CRA is taking a peek at this. That's right. Because you're building it properly and you're billing it properly yeah, yeah. And you're, not, you're not getting ripped off so you probably have money to pay the taxes right? no that's exactly yeah. it right 
Well, hopefully you don't juggle that money. <laughs> Peter Paul, Peter Paul, Peter Paul. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But at that point, it doesn't matter what you do with the money. The homeowner has their project finished. You have your money and you can do whatever you want. This, so it's a win-win for everyone. So you can do an entire house. So if I wanted to do a $2 million house, which is not absurd in Toronto to renovate or build new, $2 million bucks. This is really interesting. So we, we were talking to the experts at the bank because we're not banking experts, but we have access to that because we're part of it. <laughs> and we wanted to make the transfer 200K. Ooh. So each transfer 200K, they definitely said that's not a good idea because the higher amount you make it per transaction, the more fraudsters go after it. So we settled on 50K. That doesn't mean you can't do multiple 50K transactions per day. You can. Because the turnaround on the transaction you guys said was 24 hours? Yeah, about that. It depends. Um, they, there are some quirks around it. It is using this banking rails. Canada is moving to real time, so it will get better in the future. And this is all government regulated. So, you know, all the banks will have access to the real time rails, but that's not there yet. So basically on uh, business days, it transfers basically in uh, 24 hours, but it doesn't work on weekends or holidays. So you guys must have some really good stories here. You must know someone that's a contractor or a homeowner that's been taken advantage of really bad to become Absolutely. like, can you tell me a story without using a name? For sure. Okay, I'll start. So this is a great one. So we were doing the interviews and like coming in pretty green. I'm, I'm more on the homeowner side. I think I know what I'm doing. I'm watching reno actors. I'm like, oh yeah, this is super easy. I'll just hire Manny and he'll do it super quickly and it'll be beautiful. But my expectations were way out of whack, unfortunately. So we started researching and interviewing contractors. Really tough demographic to get at, really busy, hardworking people. We were able to, you know, give them a little bit of incentive, come in and just, they're great because they tell you, they tell us what they really think. And I love that, just honest feedback. So this one story was basically doing like a luxury house, a richer neighborhood in Toronto. The lawyer, the contract was between the, the man of the house and the contractor. Meanwhile, he was basically getting, the contractor was getting basically new things, new add-ons to the project from the wife. So do this, do that, which is normal, right? Like add-ons, you want other stuff. I see where this is going. <laughs> and then the contractor, <laughs> the contractor's like, yeah, sure. And he goes in at the end of the project, okay, there's an extra 40K here, right? Like, can you play me, please? The lawyer basically said, no, no, I can't. And he's like, oh, why not? He's like, well, my wife t said that. I didn't say that. And it was basically like a brand new deck out the back, right? Dun, so, dun, dun. Yeah. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah. So really wow. sad. I, it blew my mind. But luckily, the contractor, of course, he's not going to take the time, go to court. He's going up against a lawyer. It's not really worth his time as well, too. He probably has other jobs or she has other jobs. I think this was a gentleman in this case. But basically, he went, took a chainsaw and basically took basically the deck with him. Because oh, it's like his material. <laughs> This is against the law, though. <laughs> it could be. These are these are rumors. I didn't. This is hypothetical, and his name was Mr. Smith. And what are you talking about it being illegal? So I'm 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 not going to use any names. About three days ago, I spoke to a friend. He works for. He's a property manager now for a large corporation that runs a few buildings. And we're talking, and I said, "Hey, man, why aren't you hiring me to do some of this work?" And he says, "Listen, this guy doesn't pay. He rips people off. So why is he doing the job?" Because he works for him, so he's getting paid. <laughs> it sounds horrible, but for him to actually tell me this and know that he's hiring people to do work for a large corporation that is planning not to pay people so that they can become rich. In your research, guys, did you find out what the number one reason why 
fraudsters would take the money and the number one reason why clients won't pay the last money? I don't know. There's a well, cut and dry reason. Yeah. No? Yeah, no. I think so. Like Number one reason why fraudsters can take the money, it's because it's easy. They can. It's a big amount. Here's a deposit and I'm out of here. They get five or six burner phones, right? They have different identities. Just Google it. You'll find people in Ontario. Wow. Five or six different phone numbers. They'll get a truck. They'll wrap it. They'll put basement construction right and stuff like that wow. on it. they'll get some fake reviews on google like those types of things yeah but manny this isn't just fraudsters like you're right there's fraudsters out there but i know guys that own large companies that say a plumber does two hundred thousand dollars of work and he's just not happy he wants to buy a maserati he just says screw him i'm not paying him buys a maserati and here's a company out of business again it's good people too that are like well off it doesn't mean that you have to be a criminal to be doing you could be a good person and still be a bad person well i mean i think the opportunities there and it's almost it brings out the worst in people right i think if we didn't have like when you buy houses if you didn't actually have to buy law put money down in escrow i think we'd see bad behavior around there as well you guys are like bodyguards for money. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> for our money. And yeah. For their well, for money, both. our money, everybody's money. Yeah. Like just not taking sides and protecting the most important part, the investment for both people. We found all the problems really lead back to the money, right? So if we can control the money, the payments, I think we can help out both sides. What are some of the stories you want to share with us that you think are problems in the construction? I, well, I think one of the things, like we were talking about this before the show, but you can look at both sides but i think on the homeowner side like it's tough coming into these projects you're coming in with sort of these expectations you're you're watching reno shows you're looking at stuff on instagram and maybe this is the first time you've actually got into a project like this these are not easy things they're not simple they're not straightforward and i think as a homeowner too when you don't know that like you don't know what you don't know you don't know what to ask for or like put things on in the contract or whatever else so it's really hard to sort of clearly communicate what it is that you're looking for home they say like oh look at this photo like here's what i want kind of thing but don't really understand like how much work goes into that that sort of thing so i think on one side homeowners are, are really coming into these things sometimes with unrealistically high expectations or I'm just glad that you said that yeah and small budgets well i i can speak from experience on that too like going I, through I was, it right i was like, going to ask you about that because you did a full gut of a house in the yeah. downtown toronto core yeah what was the one thing that you were totally sticker shocked that actually cost a lot more than you assumed it was Honestly, I think I think it's the labor, to be honest. You just like we, thought labor was a lot less? We didn't pay it because we did the work. Looking at all the work that actually goes into something, even something you think it's so straightforward, like, oh, tiling a floor or something like that that may not be perfectly level, like, that stuff is is tough. And so I think it gave me a much deeper respect for all of the the different subtrades in the work that they do because it, honestly it felt like every little thing I had to do, whether it was spray foam insulation or you know looking at you guys just did a show with a building science guy like I was all over that stuff for two weeks trying to get up to speed on things. You you need like a PhD in some of this stuff to yep. really understand what you're yep. doing. Even like picking mortar for your tiles, it's like there are hundreds of products out there, and how do you know what's the right one to use? It's crazy. So it gives me a, a whole new respect for the work that you guys did. Yeah, and I will just talk onto that too like i think a lot of the issue is people don't really understand the complexity like we're both mechanical engineers we know stuff but i can't do what you do you guys you guys are geniuses but i can't Seriously. do what you do <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're working together you guys are geniuses <laughs> yeah. no but but think of this conflict though like it's let's put true. it on both sides it's so true. you have contractors that are getting ripped off and it's their livelihood they're supporting a business they're probably supporting a family and then on the other side, it's your biggest investment. This is a green homeowner coming in. They check out Instagram. They're like, I want that. 
And then it's just, it's set up for disaster. We want to make sure. No, you're right. It is. At least, you know, put it on the right level so you can actually at least have a chance to get a good relationship going. So let me ask all three of you guys, what do you think a three-piece bathroom costs in Toronto? Fully gut, new tub. Hang on, hang on. Not insane luxury, but new tub, new tub shower, new vanity, new toilet, new tile throughout. Heated floors. 22. What do you think? That was Dave saying 22. Tyler? I don't know. I don't know what heated floors run. I'd say 15 before heated floors. What do you think? Well, do you want a Hyundai? <laughs> do, you, do you want a Cadillac? Or do you want a Ferrari? So you're asking a, a very large question. There is no set price in construction. <laughs> it's about, it's about the bells and the whistles. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't want the bells and the whistles and you want something straightforward, you can... A three-piece bathroom, you can really tightly pull off a very decent, not looking cheap basement for twelve grand huh? without HST and and, and huh? WSIB. Seriously, where are yeah. you getting these? I can't really, yeah, what number but, are you playing with here, man? A three-piece bathroom? You're telling me that's too cheap or too expensive? That's too cheep. A three-piece hardcore bathroom will be easily. I just delivered you. I just delivered you a Hyundai. That's your I low end. Nothing Hyundai. bad about Hyundai. Hyundai's come a long way. Carlito, Carlito, are you free next week? <laughs> you guys, would you hire Carlito or would well, you hire Manny? So, <laughs> so I have three different levels. Yeah, yeah. And people are saying, well, how come you can have three different prices? Finishes, yeah. I have three different offers. Like when I give you a $12,000 bathroom, I'm giving you a stand-up shower, not curbless. You may not have... No tub? I'm just talking... I'm not talking about a tub, but I don't usually push tub for tubs. You know, I we're know talking three piece. Three piece is still a stand up shower. Sure, but no tub. I've done bathrooms for twelve grand. They're very basic, no quartz countertops. How am know. I? How am I going to soak myself with no tub? Exactly. <laughs> you many, need a tub. I, okay, hang on. Back to how the many number. People, I don't how care. How many people take? No, go back to the number. I find it strange Probably that. A lot. So Dave was at twenty two. Tyler, you were at 15, fifteen, and and Carly was at 12. wait, 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 wait. I I said twelve at the low ball. And what's the high ball? Uh, 25 is a really nice bathroom, and if you're looking for something really See, I'm out 25 there, to 30. wainscoting, you're talking about you know good flooring, you know large format tiles, a nice finish, curbless. You're talking around 35, 40. So that brings up a really good point that I want to address because homeowners come in and they get these three prices. So they're getting prices low as 12, as high as 22. How are they supposed to know who to go with and why? And what's what's the 12 person not doing that the 22 person is doing? I think they should call Manny and Carlito. <laughs> well, uh, Carly, you don't need I'll, to put your I'll, hand up in the podcast, man. It's the first time I've actually done that. I know. I've got it in the corner of my eye. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. I want to address that. Just follow the finger. <laughs> when, when I offer a $12,000 bathroom, they don't have any options. Nothing at all. They have... There's, barely any options there's if I no give them, doors on the if Hyundai. i give them no if i give them an option <laughs> i will give them an option of the, what i feel is in that budget like a colored tile a painted wall you know i only give them so many options at 12 because there's no room to move you got to knock that off fast that brings up a good point and i do want to cut you off on your app on your program would it make sense for you guys to educate both sides 
That's interesting. You know what's funny is that I don't get a lot of inquiries from contractors on social media. They don't DM me and ask me my price. I think everybody's in and around the same ballpark. You have two schools of contractors, like you were saying. I think there's maybe three schools of contractors. So there's the low, the middle, and the high. Is there going to be a way to educate the homeowners with you guys to let everybody know that a tile setter is, you tell me, Carlito, what's an average tile setter these days in Canada per square foot, straightforward, semi-large format tile i'm talking about are we just talking about laying the tile are we talking about self-leveling are we talking about waterproofing just laying the tile with an uncompleted membrane Uh, uh, someone that's going to do a really amazing job and really care and they're going to use the proper chemicals and products like grout release and the proper when i quote these things some people buy 20 dollar bags of grout my bags of grout are a hundred dollars they're stain resistant word there's there's a big di- so it should be in between square foot fourteen dollars to twenty one dollars I'd say the same thing fourteen to twenty one depending on the format which is the size fourteen is a you're gonna get a really good job you're not gonna get a cookie cutter job and when I say that that means it's not gonna go on plywood with no 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 I know a cheap I, 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 there there is a tool out there it's from our sister company plug them again uh, smart Reno. Uh, they have a cost calculator and it's basically done by city. So it does give ranges and they actually did it with their contractor network to make sure it's fair. And they update it every year to make sure, you know, like new prices. And basically it goes in and asks you what level you want, what room you want, square footage. and gives you an estimate so you know you're in the ballpark. That's really cool. Because I think that if you are a good contractor, if you are a fair contractor, you are all in the same ballpark. I've always said this over and over. There's always three guys that are all in the same ballpark and there's one guy that's too low and one guy that's too high. Yep. Yeah, right? but there's things that separate those costs too. Like, it, And we'll just keep it at tile since we're talking about tiles. Some guys will drop tiles down there and they won't use a perfect level system. Those clips and the spacers, that costs money. Sometimes when I go to quote a job, I don't tell the homeowner everything because that's when they take out too many important factors for a proper job. I let them know what I want them to know because I won't allow them to take certain things out because it's going to affect my finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's my quality and my pride. It's a slippery Some people slope. work with pride. I, I really love everything I do. Yeah. I'm not one of those guys that could just throw tiles down. Yeah, it's tough because it's like the more and more you put down on your quote, the less and less, more and more anxious the homeowner gets at like, oh, well, they didn't Cutting put things that. Out. They, yeah. they need that or they don't need that. But if you guys had a basis of trust and you use something like Rental Shield for trust. Of course. You know, maybe you don't have your backs up as much and you feel a little bit more confident. And then you can have, you talk about the finishes, but you're not necessarily doing a 14-page quote because you have some protection. The only reason I brought that up is because I wanted to make sure that the homeowners are always on the same page regarding what these numbers are supposed to be. Yeah. Because I know Carlito and myself and a lot of other the contractors I've spoken to, they always talk about how homeowners are shocked at what we charge. Yeah. And I do blame publications. I do blame online. I do blame broadcasts because they misrepresent those numbers. And then we come along as the real guys who have the overhead, who have the business, who have, we have got like the insurance is up our everywhere. You know what I mean? We've got vehicles to take care of. We've got offices to take care of. We've got all kinds of stuff that we have. Accountants, accountants. Everything, everything. So every dollar we're making, we're only making X amount per dollar. We have to charge that stuff. So I want, it'd be good for clients to understand where our numbers are coming from because I've always joked with clients asking them, okay, so what's your budget? 
they'll tell me the budget and then it'll be way off from what I've submitted as a quote. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'll ask them, where'd you get your number from? And they go, well, that's what the bank approved and that's what we have. So but, that's kind of a funny story. So we had a colleague, he got a quote recently and we were talking to him and he's, he works, right? Like he, he works, he's, he's doing some stuff for us marketing. He got a quote for a basement, $52,000 in cheap. Toronto. How many square feet? Hang on. How many square feet? Not sure. It wasn't on the quote, but we we're looking through it, but like they were doing a lot that's of work. That's about a thousand square feet. Yeah. They were doing a lot of work. So they were putting in a kitchenette. They were basically, Whoa. yeah. They that's were, cheap. They, years, they were moving a door. Ago. They were moving a door to the front. They were doing a lot of stuff. Like I was going to show you guys tonight and be like, hey, is this like, what do you think? Because there's a detailed quote. Like the contractor did a great job. Tyler and I looked at it and Tyler is the building expert from the non-contractor side. And we were like, what did you think about it? I think it's still tough to know. Like when, you, when you're a homeowner, you have no idea. Your, your responsibility is basically to go out and get at least, you know, everyone says get three quotes or whatever. Five. Else, but that's... That's the only way that you know what's fair because you're kind of, you know, thumb in the dark trying to figure out where do people land and you will go where the prices kind of cluster. I think some people might go for the low end quote, but never go for that one, especially if it's way too low. But homeowners don't don't really know what's fair. And they don't want to know, right? They don't want to be an expert. I don't want a PhD in Carlito science. Like, <laughs> like maybe maybe I do because I'm interested. You in don't want to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't afford that. It's a You're lot, a lot I'll, cheaper I'll just, than I am. I'll, just yeah. tell you, I'll tell you guys, like 600 square feet 10 years ago, one of my first basements I did in Bloor West Village was $87,000. Wow. Wow. 600 square feet. And that was 10 years ago. Okay, but there's when I hear that there's set price is it it always bothers it's me. not a set price that's what it worked out to no, be. no i know but when there's programs already out saying that this should cost this much and minimum code is not right it's a minimum code it doesn't make it right yeah. the other day i went into a basement and i saw six mil plastic and it's underneath the track when i do a water test on concrete i get a 24 by 24 piece of plastic that actually wicks up the water and tells me what a water table is in that concrete or how wet that concrete is. Mm. So why would I want to put under my track to create mold? But another thing is like when I paint, when I paint, <laughs> <laughs> you're just many raises. <laughs> like I use $97 gallons of paint. I don't huh? use 15 or 20 or $30 gallons. What are you painting gold? What's going on there? <laughs> no, but like uh, I'm using mold-free, uh, self-leveling, you know, paint, and there's quality to it. It's durable. It's scrubbable. I look at the people. I ask the questions: the Hyundai, the Cadillac, the Ferrari. That usually tells me what that person is. You know, looking around their home, I don't care if you're a clean person or a dirty person, but it will tell me how much I'm going to actually spend at your home. Yep. Manny will not entertain blue-collared people. That's not true, man. What's wrong with you? He's always doing uh, extravagant, me a beautiful, like, custom work. A blue-collared person can't to always afford that. Yeah. So I'm more at the realistic budget where some people take... 20 years to save $10,000. You know, me having pride in this industry, I really want to give them something for their money while I'm still getting paid. Well, on that point, wouldn't it be lovely if this whole industry went like the client pays the full amount, we do all the work, and we get paid the full amount, and we move on to the next job? Wouldn't that be a very lovely... <laughs> Isn't that what it's supposed to be? Isn't yeah. that a lovely world? So lovely. In the real world, I know a lot of contractors that have been taken for a ride, lost six figures... And I also know homeowners too. Everyone is being taken advantage of and we can't do anything because you're, you're right. It's the fraudsters out there. Yeah. It's really easy for them to take the money, leaves a bad name for everybody. And then we have to prove ourselves to somebody that's new. Sorry, I just had a good story. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's close to the heart. So we bought a house. I live in a blue collar neighborhood with my wife and East York, Toronto. 
That ain't blue collared. <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> no, like I, across the street, there's a guy who drives a taxi cab. Like we were, it's really tough for us to get in the neighborhood now. But back in the day, those houses were 200k. We bought a house that was already done up, and it's been done up well. They use like the nice, you know, the foam, the purple foam insulation that has a water barrier in it. We're in the house for a year. Next thing I know, we put the heat on. We got this nest thing that basically does the heat, basically for the bedroom. It gets really cold a while back. Next thing I know, we wake up on Saturday morning. It's 21 degrees in our bedroom. Perfect. Walk out to the house. It's 37 degrees. We have a tenant in the basement. I called up Manny. I'm like, there's a problem here. <laughs> Obviously, Manny didn't do it. He's like, Dave, you have a problem. <laughs> so I have uh, a phone service. You can just call me. <laughs> well, if you have his number, you can. <laughs> no, Man- I, won't, I, Manny, won't lie. Manny I call was, him once in a while myself. Manny was kind enough to uh, give me some of his connections, which I'm very grateful for and we're going to use. You know, we have an insulation problem. There's leaks places, and uh, they did a really good job on the reno, but you don't know, right? You know, it's tough. Sounds yeah. like someone forgot a wall there. Yeah, they forgot uh, <laughs> insulation on a wall. I got a thermal camera because I geek out. And I'm like, yep, there's a lot of a lot of coldness coming Ty- in here. Tyler's got a camera too as well. Yeah. I think a lot of guys have the thermal cams now yeah. so we can actually see everything. It's actually pretty cool. And then, then you go watch Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to, to contracting and you know the right or wrong. I think you guys have really stumbled on something very important that's keeping the industry honest and safe we don't need to go to court homeowners don't need to go to court a homeowner when they're hiring someone they want them in and out and they want to enjoy whatever they had built and contractors they don't want to stick around a long time well think about like you buy a car right you just let's say we buy a nice mercedes i can't afford it i drive a old prius but let's say let's say somebody could um you buy this car you don't walk up to the dealership and you say it's an eighty thousand dollar car can i have it for sixty thousand please and they'll be like yeah we're gonna take off four tires and uh you get no rims you, you don't do that there should be standard oh, you need pricing. the airbags no, we'll take those out too. Yeah, we'll take the, take the airbags out. <laughs> That's minimum code now. <laughs> you don't want leather seats, It's right? true. It's true. But they do that to us all the time. All the time. All the t- And even after you've already agreed on the work, yeah. the scope, and what's going to happen and schedule, they just change their mind at that point. Lack of trust. Lack of trust. So with Rental Shield and the money's already in there, they change their mind and they don't want to do a certain section and they want to backtrack to reduce the budget. At, at what point, what do we do there? Well, if you agree, the contractor agrees, like you guys, the money's there. But if, if you instruct Rental Shield to return some of the money and you guys come to a new agreement, we can do that. What I like about Rental Shield is it's really going to protect the homeowner and the contractor in a large way by saying, this is a real contractor. He has to pay his taxes. He has to pay his WSIB. He has to pay his HST. It shows that it's a real company. Using you guys, you know, hide money. You can't juggle money. It really will give ease to a homeowner saying, you know, they're using Rental Shield. These are at least decent contractors. We don't know them, but if they've gone the length to do all the proper things to be a real contractor, like I'm not taking talent away from guys that, aren't legal everyone should be because it takes food off the table for the guys that are doing it the right way the guys that are going out insuring giving you permits you know doing all the hard work 
Yeah, it brings it, it makes it a little more professional, right? It makes you look a little more professional when you're presenting yourselves to client. And I think honestly, the best part is, is like things are just transparent. Everybody can see it. You can see the project loaded in the app. Everyone knows what the status is, where the money is, how much has been paid. Everything's right there. You can just pull it up. There's there's no disputes around like how much has been paid so far. Everything's fully transparent. Are you guys thinking about maybe creating a contract that a contractor could give to their homeowner, or maybe a homeowner give to their contractor so that you're kind of in control of something like that also. Can we hire you? You got some great ideas. Hey, got 14 pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what, Manny, that protects two of us. Oh, uh, just to mention on that contractor piece, there are a lot of great quoting tools out there. Uh, one of our, it's not a, it's not part of RBC Ventures, but it's a friend of ours. It's called uh, Sumo Quote and they're out of uh, Calgary. So they actually makes a beautiful quote. It makes it really easy to do. They came out of the roofing business. Um, Ryan Chance is the founder out there. and It's, it's called Sumo? Yeah, sumo like, quote. Like sumo? Like a sumo wrestler. wrestler. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they, cool. they have a beautiful software product that makes it super easy to make the quotes. It allows you to save templates and then to reuse them. Oh. They are getting bigger. That's definitely something I would recommend people to look into. And then, you know, we might add that in the future. But I think with anything, to do really well at something, you need to kind of stick in your lane and really concentrate on something. So Run of Shield is really concentrating on payments and protection, kind of the matchmaking of contractor and homeowner. That's our sister company, Smart Reno. Yeah, that's kind of where we're gonna stick and there's a lot more to do, I think, with payments. Did we blow your minds? No, you no, did, because really amazing. Oh, okay. there's, there's a few companies that really you know, have done something that have has been reinvented. You guys, to me, are game changers. Like, this is something that's really, really needed. Being so busy, you forget about how important this is. I actually really wanna, you guys have sold me on this. I, I, I see these things all the time, but I was never as interested as I am now. Six, now six I know- Six months free, six months free. We're gonna be talking. It's only 30 bucks, 35 bucks a month, but we'll, we'll give that to you free, just to try it out. Yeah. Yeah, but it's only five bucks a month. So even at that, right? That's 60 bucks it's just a really, year. It's really to recoup our cost on like ID verification and stuff. Well, we're really gonna try and monetize it, make more money on the lending side. And you know, that's what the bank does. It lends money. So that, that's what we wanna do. So why should we really gouge you on software and stuff like that if it's gonna really make the industry a better place? I like that also. Like getting a mortgage you're actually reevaluating your cost of your home and then at the end of that project you actually get to see how much more your money's done for you so you guys are also partnered up with smart rental yep right so they have a list of contractors yeah, yeah that homeowners can approach and speak to right they're a sister company of ours so they became uh, part of rbc ventures last year why is it always a sister company not a brother company it's, it's just it sounds just better. The way it it's is. like the way you name ships, like it's a she, you know? She. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. So the they, lady. The ladies. The ladies. <laughs> All right. Okay. They're, Sorry, uh, I was just curious about that. Great company. They're uh, based out of Montreal. Been around for, for a few years now, but basically they're a uh, marketplace for people. So homeowners can submit their projects. They have a nice little tool. You say you want low, medium, high finishes. They promise to connect you with uh, at least three contractors. Oh, so they've so, split up the contractors to different kind of categories? So they ask wow. you, to, they figure out like, what do you want to pay in terms of like finishing and that kind of thing. And then on the other side, they've got a whole network of trusted contractors. So they do verification when people sign up, they make sure they're real. There's reviews. So if people are not getting good reviews, they'll sort of kick them off the platform. So if you're a contractor, it's a great way, especially if you're sort of new in the industry, sign up, join Smart Reno, and it's great sort of lead business for you coming in. So you'll get projects sent to you. What I'm always worried about with programs like that, when people, like I know people that have gone to other programs and they've hired contractors from those sites 
a contractor becomes really horrible, takes advantage of them, takes their money, leaves the project unfinished, many headaches. When you complain and you go online and you write what kind of experience you've had with that person, they can usually erase that. Does that company yeah. keep those there and deal with the negative as much as it does the positive? They're as transparent as they, as they can be. So uh, if a bad review comes in, you know, they won't just obviously post it right away. They want to make sure that it's it's sort of valid, but they try and, and check. And from get both, both sides, from right? From both sides of the story. And, and if if that's sort of the accurate review, then then that's what goes up. Would that be something that they get kicked out of that program at that point? Totally. If you're, if that's you're, great to hear. If you're building up a bad reputation, I mean, that's... They're, they're a business that's not good for business, so they'll they'll kick you off the platform. Yeah, and they have a really nice feature. I don't know, as a homeowner, you guys probably haven't used it, but uh, some of the review sites, you basically put your project up and you get like 30 calls, right? You don't want 30 calls as a homeowner. So what Smart Reno does is basically they put it out to the top three available contractors first. If they don't bite on it, they go to the next three. And, and then once people bite on it, then the quoting process happens. They visit the site. And uh, they have a really uh, great team there of customer service agents that actually call the homeowner and make sure the project is the right project before we even bring the leads out, right? Because how many times have you signed up for these things and you got really bad leads? You're paying four or 500 bucks a month, you're getting bad leads. With Smart Reno, you're not. You only pay if you land a project and you're actually, at the time, you actually get paid for the project, right? You pay a small fee, nine bucks a lead. You know, you want to bid on it. The reason for that is what we found is if people are on there, they don't have to put a little bit of money on it. They'll just bid on everything. So we had to find, or Smart Reno had to find the right amount. They've done a great job. They've been around since 2012. Obviously, they were acquired by RBC Ventures, so they're doing something right. And uh, they're really scaling across Canada. So we're really teaming up. They don't have a payments platform yet, so that's going to be us. And they're scaling. They're in uh, basically Calgary. Well, the big cities are Montreal. Montreal. They Toronto. started in Montreal, Toronto, Calgary. I think now they expanded to 10 other cities right now, but they're great to work with. They've been around for a while. They're connected too with like Reno Run and that Montreal uh, group of nice. uh, really happy and grateful to be working with them. I want to ask you guys a question. What's your first instinct of a bad contractor? What is the first sign of seeing a bad contractor or knowing a guy's a bad contractor yeah i think uh glasses uh they're black <laughs> uh, no I, so you can't see their eyes you mean i, I don't know are like, you going are you going skiing later what's going on here man oh man <laughs> safety comes first bro there, you're on a uh, podcast there's no power tools here i just came from work <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know i don't know like some people have good guts i'm sure tyler has some thoughts on this but like i think i like carlito but i don't I don't know like i don't know if i'm gonna let you in my house and like rip up my walls and be there when i'm not there i think gut gut is good but at the same time people in terms of homeowners they're basically always looking at did bob use this person did this person use that person because they'll just go in that small network that shrinks the network what if there is a better bob out there that's more suited to my style or knows better like my finishes i want or maybe we have better personalities and we get together and maybe my my wife likes you know Linda the contractor better, and we go with Linda because she's really you know good at wainscoting, and we want more wainscoting. So I think when you go with referrals, that can be good, but it also really limits your market, and it doesn't really allow the new and upcoming talented contractors to get the business they deserve. Are you guys gonna let the contractors make it aware to future clients that they are a part of the Reno Shield program? 
Yeah, totally. We think that's that this product can be a really good selling point for you guys too. That's not an additional like cost or feature. It's just that they can use it as a marketing tool. Yeah, totally. Put the, put the logo. We'll give you a logo you put on your website if you're using it. Well, we'll probably sign up for the app. Make sure we ID you first. We'll yeah, once you, you get through yeah, that yeah. whole process, yeah. verified and everything is yeah. done. So then the contractor can come in and go, listen, I've actually done a project with Rental Shield. It worked out beautifully. Everybody was great on both sides. I want to do another one with Rental Shield, so I want to let people know about Rental Shield. You know uh, contractors well. Do you think they'd like like a free T-shirt if we sent them something? <laughs> contractors <laughs> are so simple. I know this for a fact because I've given away so many T-shirts. Yeah. T-shirts are like jewelry man like honestly like they're, they're the construction jewelry of, of just wait a, a second you wouldn't take a t-shirt not from anyone i mean you got a good point there's some brands there, that i won't touch there's shirts that have been thrown to me i'm like i got some rags for painting <laughs> just gonna, well, no, hate, no 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 but the contractor will still take it though somebody you know has a great business but their marketing strategy is like really bad like they make a hat that you won't wear. Who? Uh, thanks for the hat. Uh, let's not get into names, okay? <laughs> Manny, Manny did not want one of these hats. <laughs> Manny, I'm not doesn't, a hat guy. Manny doesn't wear hats. I just realized I'm not a hat guy. All right, I just need to check that because that's what he you told me. You want to impress Manny? <laughs> yeah. Cappuccino. Oh. Glasses. Well, espresso. Right. Espresso. Espresso, bugs. Yeah, espresso yeah. man. I'll go get another one for him. If I see you with Ryobi and you say you're a pro... I'm not going to hire you. <laughs> that is for a homeowner. Hang on a sec. Tyler, what kind of tools do you have at home? Ooh, so actually, I'm going to give a different answer to this. <laughs> I like this. Uh, we, uh, you know, we're, we're DIY. We're trying to keep our budget Yeah, open. that's why I'm so curious. I'm we, curious. We actually used a lot of the, uh, the Toronto Tool Library. I don't know if you guys are familiar wow. with this. I've heard of that. Yeah, what is yeah, this? Yeah. Rental. So it, it's, it's rental. So just like you go to the library, you take out books, you can go to the it's Tool very, Library. It's very, very cool, actually. You can take out tools. Kidding me. Yeah. These guys are incredible. They've got three locations across the city. You join up, you pay your, your membership fee, and you can rent tools. We should get them on the show. These guys are great. That is brilliant, yeah. dude. They, I they, why don't I know about this? They've got everything. <sighs> Caveman. <laughs> it's that new technology. Captain Caveman. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I want this to be known. It's not normal to be working 16 to 18 hours a day. I've actually yeah. called him Carlito Captain Caveman. Yeah. <laughs> but my work is... Not impeccable caveman work. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't ask me about my tools. Oh, what I, is I know you were impressed with my tell me, healthy. <laughs> There's no way, there is no way, Davis Hilty. There's no way ever. No way. No, I was uh, I was brought up, not brought up, but I grew up in Windsor and then I, I, I cut my teeth in Toronto in uh, manufacturing. And uh, basically, a lot of people told me they're like, All right, if you buy a tool, always buy it on sale, you're gonna keep it for life, and don't buy one of the lower brands. So I like Milwaukee. I might, I don't know, some people are, you know, great, not great on DeWalt. Some of their stuff's okay. Milwaukee is kind of my go. But there's hmm. other, there's other great stuff too. There's tons. I, I just can't convince my wife to That's buy That's the tacky in him. Yeah. Milwaukee? <laughs> yeah. I know, because you skew no, towards I, mechanical. Yeah, I was a mechanical engineer, right? Like, That's why. So like, I, I like machines. What's well, funny, because well. like me and him joke around afterwards or sometimes even before, really what trade you've been in or where you come from really kind of tells you Sometimes your tools. background, yeah. your nationality, man. Yeah, Portuguese, uh, Bosch. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll tea creation. That's how it is. My, my dad got me for Christmas recently. I had this really shoddy, like, uh, circular saw, and he bought me a nice, like, pro, like, Milwaukee one. Oh, man, I went out, started, like, cutting wood and just 
before I knew it, I needed like a new deck. So it's just cuts it like butter. I'm like, I love that stuff. You're okay, just that's, a, that's enough about Milwaukee here. We don't need to hear about Milwaukee. <laughs> Nobody's mentioned Bosch at either all. One, Bosch. Either one of us is winning right Bosch. now. <laughs> yeah, so, so with Bosch, uh, we used a lot of the Bosch tubing back in the manufacturing plant. I used it for like guarding and that. Their stuff is, I just bought even Bosch like wiper blades, but their tools are phenomenal. No blades. mention of Hilti. <laughs> that's all I care about. What trade... Not that we don't respect all of them, but what trade do you respect the most? Ooh, good question. Like, what do you find that's Wait, been... Did you say, not that we respect all of them? <laughs> Is that what you said? That's right. <laughs> Man, send your letters to Carlito, okay? I just want to make sure that I everyone sends it I may have that the wrong it. way. Uh, <laughs> I like a couple of them. So I, I think I have a lot of respect for uh, landscapers. They bust their... It's hard. ...behind for... It is hard. Uh, and for a short... Short season, yeah, interlock and stuff like that. They're out in the heat and, and roofers as well too. It's just it's unbelievable. But then uh, indoors, uh, I like uh, definitely Tyler's because I would love that skill to be able to do like a nice herringbone or like you know like and make it nice and level. I just you, you I don't... say that now though. Yeah. You try being on hands and knees yeah, for yeah, a week, yeah. break and... your back. Oh yeah, I can't do it. It's I can't hard do work, it. Yeah. Man. Hard work. Yeah, I think about, about I think you? anybody that's in the finishing trades, that's that's tough stuff. I mean, when we did our project, you know, you get the drywall up whenever you're like, oh, almost done. You're not. Nope. Almost, not you're not close. Almost Halfway done. mark. <laughs> that's that's the signal that you're past the phase when you can hide all your mistakes. So well, that's you think you can, then you start finding out that floor joists are down and yeah. up and the creaking and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what so. was the hardest in your home that you felt that was the hardest job of everything you did there? <laughs> drywalling a vaulted ceiling that's 12 feet up in the air that's you did it fun. yourself yeah even i wouldn't do two, that nowadays two of us two of us but uh, uh we had the we had a lift lift yeah. went up 11 feet and we had to get it you and Wes, right? well, so. <laughs> did you do four by eight sheets or did you go longer well we cut them so they were like four by four basically but we used 10 and 12 foots where we could so wow the main run we'd have like a open first floor semi-detached house right so it's like whatever it is 30 feet deep but like 12 foot sheets on the ceiling so what trade do you respect the most for me yeah so anybody in the finishing but i think like from what i saw in our project like looking at our mason do their work i i had a lot of respect for that i did some masonry work on the interior and like that stuff is pretty it's hard. an art form man. it's totally is getting the right mix and getting everything level and like we were, we were chatting before the show mason we had he showed up he's coming out before the project takes a look at the brick on the exterior and he goes okay i think i get it and he's gonna go, go buy some bricks for the project i said do you want to take a photo or something he goes no i got it shows up a week later pickup truck full of bricks in the backyard perfect match i don't know how wow. he did it i don't know how he did it this guy was Skills. amazing so Skills. That's so cool yeah. what do you want to change about homeowners and what do you want to change about contractors look i think for us i think we've we've identified a problem in the payment space we want to bring a lot more trust and really it's about making it fair and and transparent on both sides so like we said at the start of the project homeowner has the most jitters or you know they got to give up this money at the end of the project the contractor's most at risk because you're 90 percent of the way through we want to make things more fair and i think by going with reno shield and using a payment product that brings more trust that's where we want to focus dave i think a lot of it for me is to help homeowners understand the amount of work and complexity that goes into construction and the amount of work and complexity that goes into good quality you know obviously there's entertaining shows out there but they're not real life right 
So hopefully, you know, we get more homeowners on the construction life. They listen to more of your podcasts. They watch some of your, your web series. And just we can really we can really show them and educate them. It's a slow process, but uh, just really want to help educate them more. Carlito? I think it's really important that if you have a budget of $12,000 for a three-piece bathroom and a contractor comes along and educates you and says you need an extra two or three, don't cheap out. Save the money delay the project another six months or a year, however long it takes you to save that money and do the project once properly. I think a lot of these guys are rushing in and out and they end up with disaster. Do it once, I do it concur, well. Captain. Yeah. I totally believe you. What's, that, what's, what's that saying? Measure twice, cut once. And there's also a saying in Croatia. It is. That's what, there's a saying in Croatia. Yeah. There's a few. <laughs> trust is good, but no trust is better unless it's Renault Shield. <laughs> 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 okay, so Reynolds Shield again. So we're www.reynoldshield.com forward slash TCL. Yeah, you and it. you'll get a promo and they'll save some money. Give it a try and check it out on social media. It's Reynolds Shield underscore. Yeah, on Instagram. On Instagram. No other social pages? Facebook, LinkedIn, no Twitter? Uh, we're, we're very lean. Tinder? Uh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> more, more Maybe bumble. we could hire you, Manny. <laughs> you, you guys should be on Tinder, you'll man. You'll be on 12 different platforms. <laughs> <laughs> just one caveat too. I just want to say that you know, come to the place, sign up. Um, we're going to be out in the spring. We're still doing testing. We want to make sure it's perfect for everyone. But if you sign up, uh, you will get six months free. So you sign up tomorrow. You sign up a week from now. We'll get you. We'll get you on there. We'll get you six months free. Yeah. This has yeah. been really cool. The industry really needed this. Thank you. Honestly, you both guys, of us. Both you guys sides. have like. Me and Manny are in this trying to figure out a better the industry, but you guys have figured out a major problem. This is brilliant. This Thank is you. really needed. This Thanks. is really needed. Appreciate it. Thanks. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you so much, Dave. Thank right. you, Tyler, very much, man. Everyone's got to check out Renault Shield. And Carlito. Oh, we're out of here. Out of huh? here. <laughs> <laughs> 416. Thank baby. you guys so much. Out of here. Ah, Renault Shield. <laughs> <laughs>